Forgotten Flicks, episode 39.5, bonus episode, Trace. 2011 Welcome to the Forgotten Flicks episode, the third and final bonus episode for the October Spooky Flicks Fest. And by the time you're hearing this, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast awards voting has closed. Jason? Oh, gosh. Jason, hard to believe it went by so fast. I know, my friend. It it (laughs) flew by. Um, And and honestly, I got to tell you, folks, we appreciate it. Uh, Jason, you know, speak the truth, my brother. Tell tell the folks because we had some awesome folks tweeting and yeah, voting. This is, and... Uh, uh, honestly, the uh, October has turned out to be our best month yet. This has just been a phenomenal turnout of people uh, listening, people helping out with podcast awards and trying to retweet the message, and uh, um, people sending out uh, all calls for votes. It's been fantastic. And seriously, Joel and I have talked about this. We'd love to win, but at this point, we really don't care. October's just been pretty kick butt for us with uh, um, the great, the uh, great special folks we've had on, and um, uh, the podcast award nomination, and all the people getting the votes out. It's just, it's been awesome. So, thank you to everybody um, for all of your your votes. We will um, find out the results, although not so concerned about it uh, by uh, the beginning of November, um, and we'll definitely let you know one way or the other. But uh, whatever happens. Thank you very much to everybody who uh, who helped us out. Yes, much ab- love. Absolutely, uh, seriously, it means a lot to both of us that you know, folks who we've only you know talked to briefly via email or Twitter or Facebook or you know a couple times uh, on the phone uh, mm-hmm. to to have gone to this much trouble and to have helped us out. We really, really appreciate that. So enough of that. We we didn't want to have every single one of our bonus episodes uh, just be. <laughs> Uh, us pandering and begging for votes <laughs> vote begging <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so uh that being said we are going to go right into a lost classic quote fingers people quote oh yeah fingers. yes this is definitely a quote <laughs> finger. Um, this is actually a, a way back a retro clip that no one has ever heard from the vaults it's of a- it's a forgotten forgotten flicks clip it, it is in fact one might argue it should in fact be forgotten but that'll be up to you to decide. Yes, it is. Jason, you want to you want to give the the four one one of what episode yeah. this comes from and whatnot. This is uh, this is a good one. This uh, this actually harkens back to um, when we were in our first handful of episodes. This is from episode seven. Actually, we were talking about Night of the Comet. This is right after Kelly Maroney, and we just introduced a segment called Flicks It or Forget It, which. Uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, we we kind of cut that segment out for time. But no, no, oh wait, this wasn't Flix It or Forget It. This was a this was the segment. What have you seen lately? Yeah, because Flix It or Forget It kind of morphed that into the different. six Flix picks, and then right, now we just right. kind of call it our Flix, no. you know, forgotten Flix uh, you know, movie this, picks. Yeah, this was our attempt to talk about what we what current movies we've yes. seen to kind of tie in. Yeah, um, and uh, this was a time that that uh, we we were trying to. You know, talk about some of the things because we watch a lot of stuff, folks. Just beyond the stuff that we talk about, as you can probably imagine, uh, we don't have much else going on in our lives. Um, yeah, but this, um, <laughs> this was a great discussion we had um, about the movie Frozen. Yes, and then also a little bit at the end, which about I loved. The movie Barry. Let it be known, I I loved Frozen. You 
you you will see exactly how Joel felt. And this exactly was actually how I a felt. pre-assault on th- for those that remember the assault on uh, Precinct Thirteen and subsequent Goonies debates. This predates <laughs> both of those, and we actually cut it out. Uh, you said it was episode seven, right? Which was yes. that? That was the Night of the Comet episode. Night of Comet, yeah, right after our interview. So yeah, so um, so so ultimately, we decided that Frozen and and buried and our rants and Venom. Uh, for the twenty some odd minutes <laughs> it ran, this is actually going to be a truncated version because yeah, we th- this whole thing ran for about twenty minutes, and this was really our first uh, wide open uh, debate <laughs> that we kind of uh, yeah. chunked out. So. We had actually been trying to keep it a little PC prior to that, and we this this is why the first <laughs> time where because normally like you know off the air, actually I think we had actually had the debate earlier that day because oh finally, no, was um it, yeah. No, I don't think we did. It was right around that time because I remember. No, you... we didn't. We, we did. didn't because remember I said. Oh, yes, I right. No, it was the next day. It was the next day. Uh, yeah, like the first. Just thing carried I... over to the next day. Yeah, where I, where, yeah, I saw you and I was like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? And then it uh. just went downhill from there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this is a good chunk um, back from episode seven. So uh, quite a number of months ago. Um, it, it's funny stuff for me because you know you're completely wrong in this, but. You know. <laughs> And no, I'm not. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. The other one I wanted to get into a little bit more of yes. time was a recommendation you gave me. Uh-oh. And if I may tell a little story, um, you had sent me some messages and I saw some interchange with you and uh, uh, one of our listeners on Twitter about a movie you watched called Frozen. Mm. Ah, and it's a recent movie. Um, well, hold on real quick. Jason, can you hear me? Yes. yes I can. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, yep. Because let me just explain, folks. This is what you call poking the hornet's nest. <laughs> I'm trying. That's what he's trying to do. I'm trying really Because hard. he knows that if I get started on something, <laughs> A, it's hard to shut me up, and B, um, let's just say I might get a little heated. So you said that Frozen was uh, an emotional roller coaster for you. It, yes, it was. Contemporary movie, but actually came out last year. And it was a, about three friends who went on the very last run of the night down the ski slope in Vermont, and they went up on the ski lift when they weren't supposed to, and the guy kind of let them in, and these things happened, and they got stuck up there. Now, not only did they get stuck now, up be there— careful. Got, be careful. Make sure you hit spoiler alert if you are going to go— with, I'm not going to tell anything okay, bad. Okay. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Um, and they get stuck up there, and if you didn't guess that by the movie poster, which shows a picture of a ski lift hanging over the slopes, <laughs> then you you've ruined the biggest plot twist. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, they get stuck up there, and then it you know goes through their story and kind of this this emotional roller coaster of what happens and yeah. um, what to do and all that. And I, I remember seeing your tweets of the how emotional it was and how it was it touched you more than any. Any movie you'd seen in a long time, and it was just it, it made yes. you feel exciting. And, yo, I I didn't get it, man. It wasn't. It was bleh. <laughs> it was bleh. I remember watching it thinking, and I, this is a spoiler alert. So fast forward twenty seconds. Ready? Starting now, dude. I was rooting for that girl to get run over at the end. Oh God, you're such a douche. No, <laughs> let, <laughs> no. Let, let 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 me break let me break this down, bro. Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my review of Jason, <laughs> cold, heartless, bastard. 
How do you get? How do you get? How do you get to the end of that movie? Like seriously, my reaction was exactly the opposite. And if you've just caught back up with us after his little spoiler, I'm not going to say what he said. But it's at the end of the movie, and for me, I was like, I swear to God, if that happens, I'm going to go. I'm going to go out of my friggin' mind. It better not happen. It, it, it wasn't a, a bad movie. And one of the things I will say is that I'm not generally a fan of those, um, what I would probably call phobia movies, which well, would be something. I think it's a survival movie. I mean, it was more. Well, I mean, it is survival. It is. But it's also one of those, like, um, it's those, like, phone booth and some of those that are, like, this one location, which I think is an amazing feat from a filmmaker's perspective. And I will give them that, that the fact that most of this movie is shot up on that ski lift. It was very well done from that perspective. So from a filmmaker's perspective mm-hmm. and, and kind of as a, just a general film enthusiast, I thought it was pretty well done. And just thinking about how they shot it and, and, and how those people had to spend so much time up on that ski lift, the actors and the actress um, really was great. But from a just moviegoer, meh, it, it, it really was kind of slow. And I thought that, you know. Well, let, let, now, let, now let, me, let me break it down. Let me break it down for you. <laughs> the, the The reason why it was a great movie was because, and here here's the list. Number one, it was actually had had a pacing that didn't you know uh, require you to take some kind of medication in case the strobing effect of all the editing you know in the film caused you to go into you know some kind of seizure. Because I'm you know I love the fact that it was classically shot classically edited number one yes number two i love the fact that they kind of set the characters up they didn't get right into it they at least were smart enough to give us some sense of foreshadowing because from the very first shots where you see those cables like close-up cranking and they're kind of you know the sound effect is very intense and it's really ominous it's setting us up that this isn't like just some hunky-dory you know light story but at the same time for the next 10, 15 minutes or whatever, we're just seeing, it was like, you know, an episode of Dawson's Creek. I mean, it was seriously yeah, like, right. it, it yeah. was, it, and, and, and honestly, at that point, I was like, hmm, yeah, this isn't. Is this going to go anywhere? Yeah. This yeah. isn't really emotional for me. And so <laughs> as, as we're going through, you know, I'm like, okay, but then that moment when they're, and I'm, okay, minor spoiler alert, when they, when they're, it's at night, they're on the ski lift, the thing is stuck and it's gotten stuck earlier and they're just kind of going back and forth and those lights start going out behind them and then okay. they're in yep. complete darkness. That and, was actually the one part of the movie that I really liked. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was, it, it was, I think what I just appreciated is it was very well paced. It was Hitchcockian. It was well paced. It was suspenseful. Um, the character's, we're dealing with very, I mean, nothing was ever so over the top or ridiculous. I never felt one time that a character did something and I was like, well, why would you do that? Because I, I remember the after the movie, like days afterwards, I kept thinking, well, what if they just, like, no, that probably <laughs> wouldn't have worked. They'd have gotten, then fill in yeah, the blank yeah. of what happens to them. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it gets pretty grisly pretty fast. But even then, in hindsight, it wasn't as, like, as graphic as I think it could have been, especially for a few of those parts. Oh, definitely. But it's yeah. definitely bloody. I mean, if you know, you're into effects, you're into gore. I mean, there's some blood in this movie. But... Yeah, but it wasn't like you and I have talked about. It wasn't. It didn't go to the the point of torture porn or no, any of that. no, really, no. It really was because well, it wasn't. No, it was just enough. I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, and I think, and again, I go back to this idea that it's not so much that you have gore or violence in a movie, it's the way it's presented and the way the characters that it happens to are presented. And I think that if, you know, the filmmaker gives across this idea of these are characters 
that they truly care about that they and, and that comes across in the film itself and then when even if something really horrific happens to that character you feel that and that's okay I have a problem when it's almost done flippantly when it's done yeah. like just purely as an exercise and let's watch a human being suffer and yeah, that doesn't yeah. I don't dig that and I know some people do their cup of tea fine for them for me I don't but in a movie like Frozen that totally obviously is not remotely what's going on although these characters do suffer I mean there's definitely suffering going on but you yeah. care about them and yeah. I like that so I care about people Jason doesn't that's what I've gotten from this conversation yes, I, I, I care nothing <laughs> I hate people okay well then let me throw out the other movie that actually perfectly marries onto this one and by the way, folks, before you go, well, for love of God, they're just talking about new movies. You know, these but the show is called Forgotten Flicks. And <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the two movies we're talking about weren't exactly didn't light up the box office. And and for instance, Frozen, other than uh, the show DVD Geeks I listened to, I had never even heard of it. And Buried, I had heard of. Uh, yeah, I know it did pretty well in the film festival circuit and everything. But again, really ultra low budget indie didn't get a whole lot of, uh, you know, mainstream attention. So as far as I'm concerned, the forgotten piece applies to the mainstream. So plus it gives you some context of why we think the way we think, which and that really is scary in yeah, general. God almighty. You don't want to go too deep in there, folks. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. make sure you wear your hip waders. Um, so, yeah, no, buried. I watched uh, pretty much. Hold on one second. <laughs> Could you hear that? I yeah, was that was that a good sound? Um, I couldn't no. tell. Um, no. And the reason why I had a problem with it, here, let me. I, I want to start with you. What we like to call the some people call it the butt sandwich around here, folks. We call it the poop sandwich. <laughs> we call it the poop sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ryan Reynolds did a fantastic job. Great actor. Okay. I am highly impressed that they managed to keep, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. The entire movie. The entire running time of this movie takes place in a coffin. The whole movie. <laughs> and, Don't give it away. Uh, oh, God. Did I just ruin it? But but honestly, that was amazing. I mean, because you actually are engaged. <clears throat> My problem with it lies in the fact that I can't really say too much without giving away pretty, some pretty major plot points. But let's, it's enough to say... That the choices certain characters make, because he has a cell phone, I don't think that's any big secret. If you see the trailer, I think they make reference mm-hmm. to it. And yep. obviously he has to have a way to communicate with people. I think they were just so desperate to create drama because he's in a box for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, it just Some of the things he's doing, I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you're going to try and stop that? that thing from really that's how you're going to risk why and and you get to a certain point where you'll accept one or two of those but then by the end you're you really feel like okay so let me get this straight this character told him this at the beginning of the movie pretty much was a lie but then at the very end it all connects back i mean I, and honestly i didn't want to think that hard it was late and i was like man i'm done so yeah. for me Buried was what I guess Frozen was for you. Now, although I did not find it boring, I mean to be fair, I did not find it boring, but I I just I just found it to be a letdown from the perspective yeah. of the the character motivations <clears throat> and choices that 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 you know happened throughout the film. Yeah, yeah. So be sure and, you see and, that. You one. and I, you and I have definitely talked about this. That if if there is some kind of if you're not being emotionally true, or if there's something that really seems out of whack with the character, that tends to be more of a put off than yeah. if there are uh, technical errors oh, or yeah. sound or 
actors or filmmakers. It just if you can't connect on that real humanistic level and there's some kind of dishonesty, then that's what really I think kills. Them. I will so. say um, from a technical perspective, the only one that you have to be extraordinarily careful about is sound because it's yeah, it's yeah. pretty much been proven that people will watch a crappy picture with fantastic sound and they'll at least muddle through. And again, I have a case in point on, on, on that one. Just so hold that thought. But they will not do the reverse. If and, yeah, and yeah. if the sound is going in and out or up and down, and it's very just, and it's not on purpose. This is like just a really yeah. badly you know done sound editing job or sound design. And but the visuals are Lawrence of Arabia, Doctor Zhivago. We're talking David Lean, beautiful people. Well, and, and it happens. Think about how many times have you watched a movie? Have you ever had this experience where maybe the connection was bad or something, and you get that like the sound is dropping in and out and out. The picture's fine. I can't watch it. I, I can't yeah. watch it. However, yeah, yeah. the reverse is not true, and I can prove it because um, this probably will apply more to the gentlemen in the audience, and gentlemen 30s through their 40s more so. <laughs> but rewind back, it's about 1980 or whatever, and cable boxes back then, folks, <laughs> scramble channels, but usually only the visuals and usually only a little bit. And let's just say hypothetically, that some of those channels showed, mm, I don't know, a certain type of entertainment. <laughs> okay? Male entertainment, generally. Yeah, usually. Well, I guess if that's what you were into, dude, whatever. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm an open, I have an open mind, brother. You're, it's all hey, good. Hey, never. Uh, yeah. So, what <laughs> the, you know, the point is, is that the, uh, you could hear things just fine. And I really don't remember that being a big deterrent that, you know, everything was scrambled. You know, and so that was a pretty crappy picture. <laughs> so that being said, okay, got, that's I my will, anecdotal evidence to prove all right, my point. In that one case, I will say, <clears throat> yes, sound yeah. great picture. Who cares? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, and usually even then, if you if you kind of like adjusted things, just if you switch back and forth on the channel real yeah, fast. Yeah, if you yeah. kind of you know you were messing with the knobs and you know, oh great, wait a minute, oh, oh, hey, wait, oh, wait, hey, hey, this is a uh, ex no explicit tag on this show. Really? Maybe no. we should start adding them. And there you have it, the early See? days. I told you you were wrong. <laughs> mm. Well, I was right about Buried, and I still oh. think I was right about Frozen. If you haven't seen Frozen, definitely go out and watch it, because I need more people on my side. So anyway, there you have it, episode three, uh, one, for the, one for the books, one for the record books. Thank you, folks, yep, for, again, for everything, and I uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. And thank you for everything. We will uh, be having our next episode, which is Labyrinth. So if you want to get your voicemail feedback about Labyrinth, that 1986 Jim Henson directed, George Lucas produced, because we know Wait, when he produces things, huh? I know. That's not our next one. Our next one oh, is Night of the Living crap. Dead. crap. You're right. Well, by the time this, well, we're, when we record this, we'll have already recorded Night of the Living Dead. So if you want to get your voicemail feedback in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our next to next one. All right. Yes. Our next to next <laughs> one after that will be Labyrinth. Okay. I let the cat out of the bag. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I can always edit. No, I won't. On that note, <laughs> see you next time. Adios.